So hi friends and uh, welcome to Crick Vidya's uh, cricket podcast. And uh, today we'll be uh, reviewing uh, the third test between India and Australia. Uh, and uh, to discuss uh, all this, uh, we have a special guest with us, uh, Gurkirat. Uh, hey Gurkirat, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, Sunit. Good to be here, making my yeah. debut. It's the season, yeah. season of debuts. <laughs> yeah. uh, so since we are also in our initial year only, so I think everybody who comes on our podcast is making his debut only. So, right. so and uh, and we are Manju as well. So Manju is uh, quick right. with. So you're the Indian team of podcasts. Everyone yeah. debut. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Cameron Green has been an ex- an exception in that way, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> not given him any wicket so far which is a huge thing yeah. but he's bowling quite less so in that sense he's not been used that much he has a restriction just... of the overs yeah mm-hmm. so manju you can take it from there you can start okay so thank you very much sunit and a very warm welcome to gurkira so it's great fun to uh, be uh, discussing at least not on the wrong side of a test match but at least in the middle somewhere at the bridge and having experienced a really breathtaking draw. Uh, so over to you, Gurkirat. What, what are your thoughts uh, when, you, uh, when you assess the Sydney test of this series? Uh, I think largely the Indian team should be happy with the result. Uh, depending upon how things turned out. Uh, another debutant coming through. Uh, you know, so obviously the bowling was short a little bit in terms of experience. And then with the injuries that got added with no Jadeja being there. So, uh, it could have been a lot worse, you know, considering how things turned out, uh, uh, how Hanuma Vihari shown through himself. So, I think India would be happy that they're going 1-1 into the final test. And, uh, uh, but, but there are also a thing, there are also cases of some opportunities being lost. I thought that on the second day, we were brilliant after restricting Australia to 338. Uh, I thought that was a pitch which, uh, which, which should have, you know, uh, the power score should have been around 400 and the average score in the last five test matches has been 458. So, to restrict Australia to 338 was a brilliant effort. I thought in the first innings, Ajinkya Rahane's captaincy was not as good as it could have been. And even in the second innings, there was probably, I'd, I'd you know, posted on Twitter that his captaincy was similar to how Joe Root's captaincy is. Joe Root kept, keeps throwing the ball to Jofra Archer and forgets Adil Rashid is there in the mm-hmm. team. Similarly, uh, I think on the first day, uh, Rahane had forgotten about uh, Ravindra Jadeja. And, uh, you know, come the second day, Ravindra Jadeja came out with some very important breakthroughs. You know, also helping in finishing up the tail. Uh, Got uh, got, uh, Cummings cheaply, Nathan Lyon cheaply. So, it was a good effort. And, you know, we we had a chance to sort of bat Australia. If not out, then we could have uh, taken a 70 or 100 run lead. Especially with the way our openers had started. But again, uh, three runouts. I think the most frustrating part uh, was was that. But uh, you know, it could have been a lot more worse, depending upon how the second innings of Australia went. But but India could be really proud of their effort. I mean, uh, batting out 130, 140 overs, which was more than what Australia did in Melbourne, on a on a flatter wicket on third and on a day three and a day four pitch. You know, so it takes it takes a lot of uh, character, a lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, dedication, determination, and I think uh, all, uh, whether it be Chiteshwar Pujara, all six batsmen, apart from, say, Ajinkya Rahane, deserve a lot of credit for that. 
so uh, what do you make of uh, cheteshwar pujara's effort it is a herculean task to remain there with scoring so little and facing so many balls so according to you, what uh, significance or did it have a bearing on the final outcome definitely uh, on the game of course i think uh, you know jared kimber in his article had you know perfe- uh, explained it perfectly that yes probably he should have scored more but it was not because he had faced so many deliveries and you know his strike rate should have been up he should have probably scored more because he'd gotten settled in in the first innings but you know i i find this whole uh, conversation around his strike rate uh, to be very honest uh, you know a, a case of mixing formats uh, mm-hmm. because i think uh, batsmen themselves know that what is what is what is more uh, uh, what, what is a more assured way for them you know uh, conventionally conventionally you'd say that rishabh pant in the second innings batted in uh, in a manner which was which was risky right and cheteshwar pujara batted in a manner which was more conventional and you know averse to risk taking but if you go by crick info uh, the control percentage for rishabh pant was 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 86 and the control percentage for cheteshwar pujara was 84 and right. sir mumbai rightly rightly pointed it out that the uh, the couple of occasions when pant got dropped was when he was defending so you know uh, we we need to let players be in the way they are more comfortable in if cheteshwar pujara feels that he will score runs uh, by by he will score runs at a certain pace you know where he will sco- he will be comfortable only when he has played 100 or deliveries then let him be probably he knows that the you know if he takes more risks then it will be more difficult for him because we also have to realize that all batsmen know their limitations and i think pujara knows that he doesn't have as many release shots than than what say a virat kohli has or even a rohit sharma or a uh, or a ajinkya rahane has so uh, i i think we should let all players be it's a very fine line of being ultra defensive and being a proper test match batsman and it doesn't help you know in uh, in in probably crossing that line or being on that line when you have such a great bowling attack which 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 doesn't give you any half volleys or any looseners and uh, with with and when you're without the best batsman of your team so i think uh, you know people need to appreciate the effort and uh, people need to let cheteshwar pujara be uh, i don't think it's a time he's played some 75 plus or 80 or test matches i don't think it's now a time where he's going to change much because once he tried changing his approach you know we saw him getting run out we saw him playing uncharacteristic strokes in 2015 2016 and it didn't work out for him so uh, he he has his own value in the team if if you need the scoreboard to be ticking then you know what india did yesterday was sending out rishabh pant i think that was the best thing that uh, was one of the best moves of the of the series so you you need to ask other batsmen to bat around him rather than asking him to change yes. his ways because the same ways gave you a test series when uh, in a country where you had never won in 70 years so you know i mean that's how it is so, so good uh, uh, one question highest yeah so do you think uh, they could have sent pant a little higher uh, maybe b- before rahane and uh, tried to do this a little earlier that could have given them a little more chance of winning uh, not 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 really not necessarily because uh, you know you uh, when rahane came out to bat there was the the objective was to survive and play till the end of the day so i think in in that sort of a situation an ajinkya rahane works better and and there was a similar situation on day day 2 as well when uh, shubman gill got out uh, being the second wicket but i was i was massively frustrated with how rohit sharma got out in the second innings i thought mm-hmm. that if he could have played till the end 
and you know even the australian camp would have been slightly worried about what could come and you know it was this this match would, could have easily been a uh, could have easily been a win for india had you know so many small things gone their way probably a rohit sharma batting till the end of day 4 uh, or a rishabh pant batting for another 50 runs it could have changed the whole dynamics or you know india just holding on to their catches you know uh, in the second innings or you know being more defensive in their approach i thought in the second innings uh, ajinkya rahane could have managed the bowling attack slightly better giving the ball more to sani and had a, have had defensive fields have four or five men on the boundary and you know preserve sort of uh, jaspreet dhumra because his pace was also down he was bowling in the high in 130s he was not bowling 140s in the in the second inning so small things that didn't go our way but i think uh, it was a test match which sort of you know as ravi shastri say cricket was the real winner and no team deserved to lose so i think both teams should take it so since you mentioned bumrah i'll just ask a slight off topic question uh, if he's not 100% would you risk him for brisbane test it's 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 a very tough one you know uh, normally i am on the uh, on the spectrum that says that you know only 100% fit uh, people should should play but uh, you know i don't think there are any 100% fit people left in this indian side you know probably you could say rohit is 100 even rohit not, not even rohit maybe maybe an ajinkya rahane is 100% fit and a shubman gill is 100% fit but there are not many 100% fit people left in this side so uh, one is that the other is considering you know i think india would have anyway thought that they would not play bumrah in the england in the test series at home against england so Uh, considering there is rest and you know if bumrah thinks that he can manage that workload uh, then maybe it's a risk worth taking because you know you don't get such opportunities again uh, if if, so, if say if india were to one down i would have said okay let bumrah rest there's not much play, much to play for but considering there is there is a lot to play for uh, it's it's still 1-1 and considering the massive inexperience amongst other bowlers so if there is no bumrah and i i i have a feeling india will go with a with a 4-1 attack uh, i i i i think india will play four pacers and one spinner so if there is no bumrah then uh, you you have a bowling attack which is which has four bowlers who have played what six test matches because uh, natarajan will make his debut and uh, shardul thakur although he has played one test match on paper but he bowled 10 deliveries in that so it will become it will become a a case of massive inexperience so i think if bumrah thinks that he's he can manage it even if he's 70 80% then i think you know it's a risk worth taking but that should be one call which should lie completely with jaspreet bumrah if he thinks he can play then i think he should play if he thinks he can't play then i don't think india should play him so it it it's it's sort of a that had it not say if india had a shami or uh, an ishan sharma i would have said no need to play bumrah but you don't have anyone left you also have ashwin who's who sort of overbold and he i don't think he's also going to be 100% so hmm. you know might as well take that chance because in, in india i think india will be able to manage if there is no bumrah there is going to be ishant there is going to be shami there is going to be umesh siraj is going to be there more or less so in india i think india will be able to manage uh, there is going to be kuldeep there is going to be shahbaz nadeem so i don't think the england series is going to be an issue but if jaspreet bumrah feels that he can play i think he should play if he thinks he doesn't he shouldn't so gurkirat uh, you said 4 plus 1 uh, but uh, do you think uh, at that gaba pitch india can afford to go with the uh, less number of batsmen because all these bowlers who will now play 
won't be really contributing with the bat so in that sense uh, there are opinions where you might want to go with four bowlers only and uh, that will that might be a little defensive but uh, that might be the approach uh, if they want to at least save the test see how i see things happening is mayan coming in for vihari right and that means yeah. uh, six uh, six batsmen if you include pant because there is no jadeja my issue is that regardless of who you play whether it be a prithvi shaw or you play a riddhiman saha i don't think that they add a lot of value on current form as a seventh batsman right and uh, considering it is gaba considering that pitch is going to have bounce i think shardul thakur could be a good pick in place of ravindra jadeja he is not he's no mug with the bat so he could he could probably be back to bat a little bit also the thing is if if there was one pitch in india that could resemble the gaba it is the wankhede pitch so because it has also, it also has considerable amount of bounce so i i i have a feeling that ajinkya rahane is going to play shardul thakur and i i think it's a it's a good pitch it's a good it's a it's a pitch where uh, shardul thakur all the mumbai players except for i say rishab pant uh, prithvi shaw will enjoy rohit sharma we know enjoys bounce uh, ajinkya rahane himself loves bounce and pace so i think all the players who are from mumbai they will enjoy the gaba pitch and uh, you know i i i have a feeling that uh, shardul thakur just because of the way he bowls and you know the amount of experience he has of playing ranji cricket might turn out to be a, a good move and I, i have a feeling he'll play had it been okay. a scg or a mcg uh, i would have said that india should play kuldeep in place of jadeja mm-hmm. go in with two spinners okay. and three pacers but because it is gaba i am tempted to play shardul thakur also because he adds some value with the bat hmm. so uh, what would you feel in nitin patel's shoes if you were there on day 5 because to manage so many battered players god knows how he managed it i mean it's really it's it's a it's a very it's a very thankless job you know uh, hmm. you're not going to get any credit for it more or less and you know when there's an injury or when there's an unfit player on the park the questions that are asked is that how did the management allow it what was the physio doing what was the medical staff doing why didn't they step in etc etc so i i have no clue how he would have managed it and you know i just saw a meme uh, on twitter which had that uh, scene from firhera fairy where you know uh, they were running that this is nitin patel right now or you know he right. should he, he should just stand at the boundary and and sort of wait and keep running in whenever somebody needs something or you know i it's a, it's a, it's a pretty hard job i think somebody had you know raised a point on on one of the social media cha- uh, platforms that probably you know considering how the scenario is and how uh, players have to stay in a bio bubble haven't met their families in sort of 4 5 months now probably there was a need to send a psychologist ar- around as well along with the staff i think this is where uh, this is what the bcci could have done and it would have been a good move but yeah nitin patel if he's able to put out ashwin and bumrah on the park somehow he deserves hmm. a raise he he genuinely deserves a raise <laughs> so i mean yeah so and that's finally uh, finally something away from the cricket there were a lot of unsavory incidents that happened in this game uh, which uh, even if we choose to ignore most of them the one very pertinent question that i would like you to take on is that uh have we really become sensitized or aware towards racism in sport at large and do are we taking too few steps uh what are your thoughts regarding this 
because on one side we have the blm movement and michael holding speech and on the other side we have this unsavory incident at the boundary just take a short take so you know it, it, it's a it's a for, for starters it's a very layered question and it 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 needs a very layered answer i'd say and it's it's something which will never have a one uh, one once a sort of a one solution fits all kind of a thing every society is different so every society will need racism to be dealt differently right it's it's something that i think it's sad that we are still having those uh, uh, these issues even in the 21st century they need to go but i think by and large there is much more awareness which is a good thing but uh, of course there's but can we can we make the spectators and the players and everyone else around the game more aware definitely uh, do we do, do we need to take steps ourselves and you know keep ourselves in check and keep reminding ourselves as to what we are saying is not derogatory to other people definitely because I, you know anybody who's been at indian stadiums they know if you if if you are if you you know if you have taken a seat near the boundary you know the kind of stuff that is said and forget the stuff that is said to the overseas players right if you if you are watching a game in north india if if you are watching a game in north india you know most of most of the players from south india in some way or the other are eventually addressed by some dish or the other which is from south india and it is it is a very it is a very sad thing that that it still happens so firstly we need to we i, I think by and large we need to accept that diversity is a good thing diversity is a good thing and it makes all of us better and it offers us a bigger perspective to how things work in the larger scheme of life i think this is where oin morgan i, I feel oin morgan has been one person along with jason holder who've been sort of the best spokesperson in the current cricketing world on these issues i remember uh, after 20, uh, after the 2019 world cup when somebody asked uh, oin morgan that was the was the luck of irish with england so he said no i am pretty sure that allah was with us as well because adil told me and then he right. spoke of how you know uh, this is what represent the represents the current english team you have players who've been who, who are from south africa you have players who are from asian backgrounds you have players who are from the irish backgrounds you have players who are from the new zealand background you have players from all sorts of background and all of them enjoy each other's company you know i don't know if anybody has ever noticed but whenever england is celebrating after a win you know they they start throwing off the champagne they uh, they they first to the team photo with moin ali and adil rashid and then they start you know uh, celebrating with the champagne because they they respect they respect the religion uh, the the religious differences that is there right so i think racism can only go away once you have accepted that differences are important uh, that differences in identity and in cultures are a good thing it is important it gives you perspective once you are okay with it i think racism itself is an issue which will go away with it because at the at the heart of racism is nothing but but you know differences differences or uh, differences and in intolerance towards a different culture once you have once you have accepted those differences once you once you tolerant about those cultures once you you you've made your peace with it you you want to learn about other cultures i think that is the time when these issues will also go away but uh, uh, you know uh, we we all still need to do a lot more uh, when it comes to dealing with racism we need to uh, i i mean uh, this uh, i might have speak, spoken longer than what you what you've 
what you would have wanted but it's a, this, it's this is topic. something this is something you know which which sort of needs a discussion every now and then not only when there's yes. an incident uh, yes. hardik pandya got engaged and then got married hardik pandya is an indian is is an established india cricketer right he has achieved a lot of things in a very short time and you know the whole world talks about his talent the whole world talks about you know how good he can be with the bat but you know there were so many jokes uh, on on his color when he got engaged to uh, natasha when he got married i mean you know that that says that, that says how how far we need to travel ourselves as a society yeah. and as a as a cricketing community okay if we are trolling hardik pandya for his color in in, in this century and he's an established india cricketer then you know we do we really have the right to complain uh, about other cultures i don't think so i what what i feel is that we should still you know we should stand up with with siraj and with our players when there is a racism issue but we should also do it one when somebody amongst ourselves is being racist towards indian cricketers or foreign cricketers or being any cricketer who's or forget cricketer or towards any individual any individual any individual so it's good that we are taking a collective stand right now but it should never stop at that it should be a collective responsibility and and an individual responsibility to call out you know uh, such instances when it happened so you know, you know this is this is what i sort of feel on the whole issue it's a, that that's why i said it's a very layered issue and it it needs a very layered answer and it needs to be dealt differently in each and every society racism is not just you know calling someone black or calling someone uh, white supremacist or anything at, at at the heart of it you have to accept that diverse the diversity that is there once you've accepted it racism casteism everything i think that is there will go away go away so very enlightening session and thank you for the articulate answers and over to sunip so gurkirat uh, now the last part we can discuss is about the fourth test uh, and i think uh, australia also have their problems around the opening player opening pair so what do you think about uh, their team uh, what will they do and uh, warner there is a uh, speculation might not play and pokoski also seems injured so do you think they still have an advantage going into the last test or do you think it's even stevens i think they still have an advantage considering their bowling attack because experience i've always believed that test cricket is 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 the format where the gulf in quality eventually sort of uh, reigns supreme in t20 you can get away with with you know being tactically strong and making up for quality because the game is short in mm. test in test that doesn't happen so they still have the advantage considering they are also playing in gaba which is sort of their fortress where they haven't lost and uh, you know i still feel that warner will play if even if he's not 100% but i am not sure about pokosi because he went off the field on fifth day uh, mm. if he if he goes out then i think matthew wade will open again travis head will come back but i think uh, this what the series has done and what the series uh, what, what the 2019 ashes did was it sort of showed that australian batting lineup is also not a very strong batting lineup you know they they have a long way to go because they are mightly mighty mighty dependent upon steve smith and it it revolves around one man on the other hand what what the indian side this time has shown is that they are not just virat kohli when it comes to the bat 
there are other people who can take up the responsibility and which was the case in 20 in most of the 2018 overseas cycle it was the case in england it was the case in south africa where none other batsman you know sort of stood up and scored runs but now you know the indian batting can be more confident and i i hope that uh, the century in melbourne by ajinkya rahane is sort of a second coming for him because mm-hmm. I I I am of the belief that when Ajinkya Rahane made his debut he was better than both Virat Kohli and Cheteshwar Pujara. I I I am not sure what their first class numbers were at that point but you know just the sheer quality that was on display it was something it was something else and it had been a long time since you'd seen one Indian batsman you know and dominate the way overseas that that how Ajinkya Rahane did whether it be Durban 2013 Lords 2014 or uh, melbourne 2014 or uh, wellington 2014 ajinkya rahane definitely had a lot more quality than what ajinkya uh, than what virat kohli or cheteshwar pujara had at the beginning so you know i i hope it's a second coming for him and i i still think that australia hold the advantage because we started with india a in you know in the first or the second test but <laughs> it's been india b it's been india c <laughs> now it might be india d but you know the one thing that is that that makes me immensely proud of this indian cricket team is 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 the is the character and the mental strength that they have you wouldn't see a lot of teams you know come back from 36 all out like this you yeah. know like like i i would just like to repeat shoaib akhtar he said mm. in that video after melon ki 36 all yeah. out hoti hai fanti khati hai fir kya agar toss haar jati hai aur fir फिर विराट कोहली चला जाता है मोहम्मद शामी इंजर्ड हो गया है पर टीम इंडिया क्या करती है टीम इंडिया कैरेक्टर दिखाती है ये है टीम इंडिया सो यू नो दोज लाइंस मेक इवन मोर सेंस आफ्टर द टेस्ट मैच दैट हैज गॉन बाय बिकॉज़ एवरी टेस्ट मैच वी हैव लॉस्ट अ बॉलर वी लॉस्ट शामी इन द फर्स्ट टेस्ट वी लॉस्ट उमेश यादव एंड वी लॉस्ट रविंद्र जडेजा नाउ सो होपफुली देयर Uh, we we need somebody you know to do some some kind of a voodoo or some kind mm-hmm. of a havan or some kind of a puja to make sure there are no more injuries because gaba with its bounce and you know the australian pacers can actually hurt i, I remember yeah. uh, in 2013 michael clark sledging uh, james anderson in gaba that that you might have a b- broken arm and yeah. uh, you know it, with mitchell johnson throwing those thund- thunderbolts so mm-hmm. it's it's going to be another difficult test match but uh, what i don't expect at all is a meek surrender i expect india to fight i expect india to fight hard and i and i i, I hope that you know uh, india win the toss and bat first because if they do that and if they put on a good score we could genuinely put australia under pressure and uh, this is the perfect pitch for somebody like a rohit sharma to show his class yes. uh, bounce and pace not much movement you know you can expect him to come good and uh, your one advice to our bowlers how to bowl on this gaba track so any yeah, i mean the thing is even even jasprit bumrah hasn't played a test match at gaba so right. that 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 is a worrying factor and uh, you know sometimes with 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 a pitch like what happens with with a green track or you know a pitch like gaba is that you sort of get carried away when you see a green track you sort of start bowling a lot lot more fuller than what you usually do and when you see a pitch like gaba you start bowling a lot more shorter than what you do so i think it's right. it's it, it, it's important that you know uh, our bowlers don't don't sort of you know start bowling too short on on a pitch like this 
because you know in that what could happen is you you sort of don't you sort of start giving the batsman the extra time so i think it's important that the length is not too short it's somewhere between the in between length the corridor of uncertainty that you call it and you know uh, just just keep at it i also think that uh, this could be a pitch that navdeep saini would enjoy he has that uh, he has all the factors of you know uh, becoming the next ishan sharma has the height ha- has mm-hmm. the pace just needs to get his line right if 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 he's if he's able to get his line line sorted uh, in the beginning i think he could be a really hand uh, could be a handful on this pitch because you know w- uh, with somebody like a navdeep saini what could happen is a full or a short of length Uh, uh or or a good line delivery could actually rise up from nowhere because of his height or you know or can always take that extra bounce which would trouble the batsman so you know i i i expect them to do the homework uh, but it's just that you know the lack of experience might might just might just uh, play a part so great so, uh, okay that yeah so i think uh, we'll all hope that we are proven wrong once again like today it happened uh, yesterday it happened i think almost all indian fans actually believed that india won't be able to make it and everybody was thinking that bus uh, it's just a matter of one wicket and then we'll fall like uh, uh, a pile of cards so in that sense i think uh, we'll all hope that we thinking that uh, australia has an advantage and india would just be able to put up a fight and we've proven wrong once again by the team and they are able to actually Uh, do the uh, unthinkable so uh, we all hope that and uh, i think kurkirath uh, 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 would also agree that uh, the team is actually capable of doing it and it's just a uh, it, it's just in their head and if they can believe then they would be able to do it so you know, thanks gulkirath yeah please i was just you know uh, the last two times that we have played at gaba we have had some brilliant centuries 2014 yes. mulli vijay scoring 144 Uh, 2003 for uh, sort of gangli scoring 144 so hopefully there's another 144 coming along somewhere from from one of the indian batsmen and i i i have a feeling that it would come from rohit sharma or anjinkya rahane yeah so thanks gurkirat uh, for this uh, great yeah. session thank and you your much. insights thank you thank you sunil thank you manju and i hope uh, are you viewers would actually like this uh, Uh, a point of view and the discussion that we had around that racism and all those things and hopefully uh, it will actually bring some uh, wisdom in terms of our behavior also going forward so thank you gurkirat and thanks manju and gurkirat we hope to see you again thank you thank you it was yeah. good good to chat with all of you and thank you for having me here thank you thanks